0: Hello and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. I am your host Miles Dawson, and um, now at IDC we have two big groups of analysts. One group cover technology trends like big data or security, and the other group um, cover industry trends, things like in industries like finance or manufacturing. And today I'm very happy to be joined by our team of energy insight analysts to discuss digital transformation in the utilities industry. So, can I please welcome Jean-Francois Segalotto and Gaia Galotti. Hello, both. Hi, there. Hi, Miles. Hi. Um, I wonder if you could give our listeners just a quick overview of your coverage at IDC. Gaia, do you want to go
1: first? Yeah, sure. So, I'm Gaia Galotti and I'm, I'm an Associate Research Director for IDC Energy Insights based out of the Milan office. Uh, I specifically look at the utilities sector. Um, the entire value chain, of course, but I specifically focus on the retail segment, so everything that has to do with customer experience, customer satisfaction, um, etc. Et
2: yeah, I'm Jean-François um, I have been with IDC uh, for about five years now, I'm also uh, an associate research director uh, with the Energy Insights team, uh, working out of the Milan office. Uh, my coverage is mainly. Um, uh, about uh, the overall IT and operational technology strategies of utilities in Europe. Um, So both IT and OT and the convergence between the two.
0: Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for that overview. So you asked today to talk to us about the three R's of utilities transformation. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that, how utilities utilities companies can tackle these three R's of transformation and what they can do to make it happen, really.
1: Yeah, so maybe I'll uh, start with that. Uh, So for those of you who have been following us for the last few months will know that the three R's stand for uh, relevance, risk, and resilience. Uh, So we'll go into a little bit of detail on those, but let me just start by saying that um, the three R's is really about creating a company that will not only survive, but thrive and succeed in a scenario that is increasingly decentralized, digital, and divergent. So it's about finding new meaning um, and moving away from what utilities have traditionally been doing. So starting with the first R, relevance, um, how can utilities be relevant? And for this, you shouldn't only be thinking about uh, how to be relevant for customers, but also how to be relevant for investors, uh, stakeholders, as well as, of course, your employees. And this isn't a question that is for the industry itself necessarily. It's a question that each individual utility company needs to tackle um, and address. So each company needs to figure out what role they want to play in this industry, which is evolving and which is also an industry that it's blurring its lines with other industries. And consequently, boundaries are changing into what they used to do and what they could potentially do in the future. So I think that's about it for relevance. Uh, Jean-Marcet, do you want to take over for risk?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, Risk is is multifaceted, really. Um, So there's operational risk, uh, which uh, utilities have have been expert uh, at mastering. But there's also energy price risk, for example, which is relevant for the large energy consumers as well as the risk of complexity for residential customers who increasingly want control over how energy is produced and how they can um, consume and save on that there's there's also cyber risk and the risk of disintermediation that the industry as a whole is is facing uh, i think there's there's no silver bullet to solving all this really i think the solution lies in a delicate Balancing out of continuously uh, doing what utilities know best which is managing critical infrastructure to offer a safe and reliable service to their customers while investing at the same time as an industry to address new cybersecurity threats, for example, as well as investing as individual companies in solutions designed to take the risk of energy management off the shoulders of their customers, especially the large ones. And technology, of course, has a a big role to play in all this. Um, Moving on to uh, resilience. Um, Resilience is really about being able to absorb sudden change, right? Um, And once again, utilities, especially in Europe, are masters when it uh, it comes to to grid resiliency and the quality and reliability of, of service. But is their business as resilient as their grids, Um, I don't think we're there yet. Uh, I think utilities will have to work hard uh, to make their business and organizations, which are traditionally complex and conservative, fit for change. And, And this will require primarily a change of mentality, a change of mindset.
1: So maybe one last thing I would like to mention, uh, Miles, to address your second question, which was how do we make it? How do utilities make this happen? Um... It would be that utilities remain highly structured and hierarchical organizations, and we've actually seen many companies create uh, innovation—not only innovation departments, of course, and BUs, but also separate companies uh, through which they're able to expedite innovation in their in their quest to be three to, to have the three R's. Um, nonetheless, these companies, in order for um, relevance risk and resilience to scale uh they really need uh, um, the entire organization to be involved and proactive about it and what i specifically mean is that top management upper management middle management but the entire field force needs to be uh buy into this into this um uh, new vision um, and new uh direction that the the company itself wants to take mm.
0: No, definitely. Well, thank you very much for that overview. It's really helpful to understand the, um, the context of the three R's. So, given that context, um, what do you foresee as being the most important technology trends for utilities companies in the next three or five years? I mean, what's, what's, what do you think the big thing is coming down the pipe are?
2: Uh, I think I, I can talk to that. Um, I think there's, there's many technologies out there that are bringing significant change to the way utilities do things, uh, as well as enabling utilities to do new things altogether. Uh, But if I had to choose one, uh, I think it would probably be uh, AR, uh, artificial intelligence. You see, the utilities operating model, especially in energy, is becoming enormously complex. Um, Millions of devices are being connected to the grid, from smart meters to distributed energy resources like solar and storage systems, smart thermostats, inverters, heat pumps, not to mention the electric vehicle uh, revolution that's coming a few uh, years uh, from now. Uh, Clearly the the complexity of the ecosystem and the amount of data being produced uh, are becoming too significant uh, to be managed with with traditional instruments. And this is where AI really comes into play. So AI use cases are really multiplying um, out there uh, in the industry. Um, And uh, just to make a few examples of of things we've been writing about or or, uh, use cases that we've been uh, discussing with the the industry and with utilities uh, themselves is AI being, for example, applied to load forecasting and and grid balancing, uh, being used to support system flexibility, uh, being used for predictive maintenance, um, for work scheduling and uh, for revenue protection as well as customer service.
0: That's 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 an interesting one because um, I was remember watching a, a program um, with a guy at the National Grid, and he would manually have to move levers uh, to to up and down the kind of uh, the power output of the country. And I remember you know that they, they were sitting with him, the, the the team was sitting with him while he was uh, in the middle of the World Cup final. He knew that he had to massively increase the output of the national grid at half time when everyone would turn their kettles on in the UK. Yeah. And uh, there's no reason why in the future you can't have a machine learning algorithm and AI do that for you because they can understand everything down to a final level of complexity.
1: Yeah, Miles, actually, just because you mentioned a specific use case, um, it's actually based on our European utilities uh, survey, the most recent one that we ran, um, and that Data was actually just published for it. In the next 12 months, next best action for asset operations and maintenance is expected to be the top use case for artificial intelligence investments among European utilities.
0: Oh, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, so really it's not just about automating processes, but to make them uh, – cognitive in a way so to to make, to, to apply machine intelligence uh, to to being able to forecast uh, states and, and and be able to guide and support operations
0: brilliant so guy what do you think do you have any um what what do you think your number one technology trend for utilities in the next three five years will be
1: Oh, I have to agree with Jean-François. Absolutely, artificial intelligence, in my opinion, will be um, the top, uh, the most important technology, technological trend. And I think it has to do also with the fact, uh, with what I mentioned before about data monetization. I think utilities have been sitting on. Uh, a plethora of data, and now they're just starting to figure out what they can do with it. And uh, machine learning and AI are definitely going to be their, the most important and transformative technology trend for them over the next three to five years.
0: Absolutely. So, given these new exciting technology trends that are coming down the pipe, do you think there'll be some cultural and behavioral changes that utilities companies will need to undertake to help them achieve those transformation goals?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think organisational change is, is by and large the number one success factor. Um, and let me make an, a practical example. Um, on stage at, at this year' IDC Utility Summit, there was one of Europe's uh, largest multinational electricity utilities that last year, so early 2018, unveiled their first global brand. Uh, This is a a new company, effectively. In the words of its head of innovation, it's a company that's dedicated to tackling all new things in energy, none of which have to do with selling commodity, with producing and selling commodity. Now, uh, the most interesting angle to this company's um, uh, transformation is definitely the organizational one. Uh, So for starters, the company was isolated from the rest of the group and targeted a a well-defined and sometimes profoundly different customer base to the one served by the core business. Uh, Another challenge was becoming a service provider and an integrator in many ways, uh, which changed the company's role in the value chain and, and the relationship with the rest of the ecosystem. Uh, what what they needed, they also needed uh, to create a modern workplace, uh, one that was capable to attract digital talent. And uh, just over one year from launch, 10% of the, the companies, the new company's employees, are now software developers. Um, and today, the company is not only independent from, uh, let's say, a business and financial perspective, but crucially, it is, it is free uh, to disrupt and even cannibalize the core business. And, and this is a, a mindset change that which I think uh, makes all the difference.
0: The, my last question is with regards to, to customer experience. Now, in my philosophy, utilities from a consumer's perspective should be invisible. You turn your tap on, your water comes out. You don't need to worry about it. It should be invisible. Uh, But you read a lot in the press about how utilities companies are struggling with providing a good customer experience. You get a lot of complaints, a lot of dissatisfaction. So, Guy, I'd love to understand how you think utilities companies can tackle this issue and improve customer experience.
1: Yeah. So actually, I think we could do a whole podcast on customer experience and utilities in and of itself. Um, And actually, I'm part of IDC's cross-industry practice that specifically looks at um, customer experience. So I kind of have insight into other industries as well. But specifically for utilities, um, as you said, utilities should be invisible. So I think from that perspective, from their ability to uh, provide reliability in their operations, I think in our part of the world, not everywhere, but here uh, in Europe, they largely succeed. So the problem is um, that that's not the only touch point for a utility and their customer. There's myriad touch points. So for instance, when you get a a bill or when you need to make a payment or um, if you have a problem with your supply or maybe you're moving homes or stuff like that, there's thousands of hundreds (laughs) of customer touch points that utilities um, need to be able to provide a consistently good customer experience at. Uh, But the basics for utilities are are three. One is making sure their customers trust them. For some reason, uh, utilities have been blamed, scapegoated, as the entity not to be trusted. And that's not the case. Then, as number two, they need to uh, effectively be able to help their customers when help is needed uh, and not have people have to call back three or four different times to get one simple answer. And, of course, considering the world we now live in where uh, any online company knows, knows your behavior and knows who you are, utilities need to do a little bit of a better job of knowing their customers in the first place and actually um, a customer service uh, survey we ran on and consumers um, revealed that there's actually one thing that utilities can do uh, that would significantly improve the customer experience so i which is high bill alerts so if people were to receive a high bill alert a couple weeks before they actually get their bill and some people have it automatically um, connected to their their bank, banking system. Um, if they have that information a little bit before and they're pre-warned about the high bill, it's gonna significantly improve uh, the customer experience. So I think that, that would, that's what we would consider a quick win. Um, and as simple as it is, we're still not seeing very many utility companies be able to pull this off, and it shouldn't be that difficult. Um, maybe as a last remark, uh, in general, we see customer experience moving towards empathy at scale, where conversations between uh, the companies, so utilities in this case, uh, and their consumers uh, be based on active listening. Um, That's absolutely key. And then uh, customer journeys need to be flexible and experiences need to be rewarded. Um, And at the same time, uh, considering what's been happening, especially here in Europe with uh, GDPR, uh, we need to have a uh, constant checking in um, of uh, cons- uh, customer consent. So I think that that's definitely um, gives a first idea on what utilities should be doing to improve uh, their customer experience.
0: Brilliant. Thank you, Guy, thank you, Jean-Francois. And I'm afraid that is all the time we have for today. Thank you all very much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. You can follow us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. And if you want to join in the discussion, uh, please find us on LinkedIn, uh, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube, usually under IDC Emir. So please get in touch if you've got something to add. Uh, we'll also put the Twitter handles of our analysts today in the description of the podcast and yeah get in touch we'd love to hear from you thank you all very much and see you next time thank you miles thank you
1: everyone for listening